Pelvic Posse, and welcome to the Empower Your Pelvis podcast. It's Amanda and Morgan. We have helped thousands of people with pelvic floor issues, and it's totally our jam. Here you can listen to expert interviews encompassing all things related to pelvic health. That is pee, poop, sex, and everything in between. You have a pelvic floor. Yes, you. We all do. And it's time to start talking about issues that may arise, but more importantly, how to improve them. We are so glad you are here to join us. Now let's head into this week's episode of the Empower Your Pelvis podcast. Hey, Pelvic Posse. This episode is sponsored by the Spark It Up in the Bedroom Challenge. If you are dealing with pain with intercourse, yes, that's a thing. I can tell you that's a thing because I dealt with that in my early 20s. Then this five-day challenge is for you. Over the course of the five days, you will learn all the things to improve pain with intercourse. So you can go from Netflix and with your partner to Netflix and chill. Speaking of partner, bring them along and they can watch the Zoom calls with you and learn all the things. Now let's get back to today's episode. Hey, Pelvic Posse, it's Amanda and Morgan. And today we're going to talk about a little bit how Morgan and I got into um, this field of physical therapy. So Morgan, let's start with you. How did you tell us a little bit about how you grew up? how you ended up where you went to college and how you got into public floor physical therapy. Yeah. So I grew up in Lee Summit, Missouri, which is a suburb of Kansas city, South of the city and born and raised here, went to Mizzou, but came back. Um, my whole life, I was an athlete. I mostly focus on basketball and golf. My family is all athletes except my mom. Sorry, mom. <laughs> <laughs> but we, under the bus yeah, right there. Yeah, she would agree with me. Trust me. Um, so, so we were just always surrounded by that and, and my cousins and everybody. So when we got together, there was always some kind of game going on. And I just remember telling my parents, like, I can't sit behind a desk all day. I, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I just can't sit behind a desk. And so my mom actually, so thanks to her for this. She worked in pharmaceutical sales for, and still does. And she had a lot of contacts throughout Kansas City with different medical providers. So she would set me up in my summers growing up um, with different medical providers for me to shadow them and say, okay, go shadow this doctor for the day. And then this occupational therapist and a PT and a speech language pathologist and all these different professions. And really, she was smart to do that because she would get rid of me for the day in the summer. <laughs> but really, really, then I would come back and be like, no, mom, I actually really didn't like that. Like, I can't see myself doing that or I don't want to wipe butts the rest of my life or whatever. And so, but when I worked with the PT, I was like, oh yeah, that's definitely it. I can see myself doing that because they had a clinic that had like basketballs and soccer balls and they were working with patients and running around with them. And I'm like, yeah, I, I could do that all day. I could run around. That'd be great. So I went to Mizzou for PT score for my undergrad and PT school and thought I would do more sports med. And I'm sure you guys have heard us talking about this, but then pelvic health kind of fell into my lap, I feel like. And I found Amanda who ended up mentoring me for 12 weeks, one-on-one and um, really showing me the ropes of how this is still such a like important part of physical therapy, but it also can still be so orthopedic in nature. And I think when we think pelvic health and maybe for those of you even listening, it sounds like such a foreign type of therapy or a foreign subject, but it's really not. We're still working with muscles and joints and ligaments. And once I broke it down in that way, I was like, okay, I get this. I'm a physical therapist that by heart, I know how to treat the body. I can treat the pelvis too. Um, so yeah, so I ended up going into pelvic health. My husband and I were dating prior to physical therapy school. 
And he still to this day is like, I never thought that this is what you would be doing now that you're doing it. And I didn't either. Like when I was going to school, I just thought sports med or anything like that. And now it's been almost five years and I can't believe it. And it's been, it's been an awesome ride for sure. I mean, looking back, you said the 12 weeks that you were with me, I would have guessed six. Really? Yeah. I think it, it like, honestly, it flew flew by. it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I, I'm going to kind of side myself with Mike there. Yeah. Cause I remember you thinking, I don't know if I really like pelvic yeah. physical therapy, <laughs> but I just want to kind of test it out, test the waters. And yes. I thought, okay, I did an awful job <laughs> being a clinical instructor that, and at the same time, like Morgan didn't know this, but I was opening or working on the side, mm-hmm. I guess, doing empower your pelvis going into people's homes. So I thought I was really sucking it and up. pregnant. Oh God, I was pregnant, (laughs) sucking it up, being, you know, all that I could be for her. And I thought she would be done. And you actually went into an ortho. Yeah. Well, afterwards, right. So I thought I thought she was not interested in pelvic health. (laughs) No. And I did that because we were supposed to move for my husband's job. And I was like, well, I got to find something. And it's, it's hard to find a pelvic health job that, that I really wanted and orthopedic, it's not, I don't mean it to sound this way. It's kind of a dime a dozen. You can find a job and I needed something at the time. They're everywhere and, you look. Yeah. And when I, then when we decided not to move, then I was able to find a pelvic health job. And so then I really started to niche down into it, but yeah, I can't believe it's like been this long. And now we live in Lee summit again, living in the hometown I grew up in. I really never sought like set out to come back here. And my husband's a Chicago boy. So I, I don't know. It's kind of funny the way life works out. I'm happy that it did work out the way it did, obviously, but it is, it's not, it seems like such a cookie cut cutter path and it, it didn't intend to be that way, you know? Yeah. So yeah. So now I'm here and I have a dog and a husband and we live in the same city that the clinic is and it's great live in a little triangle basically. So tell tell us a little bit about your past with public floor issues. Yeah. So I, um, I really didn't have, um, an affinity for pelvic floor until I really had my own. And it was actually right after we got married, which was horrible. I mean, I loved pelvic floor, but I, it's hard to really, you know, say that you understand what people are going through if you really haven't. Right. And so when we were treating so many people with pain with sex, I was like, I'm, I I was sexually active prior to our marriage. Sorry, mom. Um, (laughs) um, but I'd never had pain with sex. And so then after we got married, I was like, I want to get off of birth control, but I, 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 the oral birth control, but I do want to try an IUD. So I did that, but I've never had a baby. And for some reason, the IUD that was implanted didn't work with my cervix or something just didn't my body kind of almost rejected it. And I cervix didn't like it. Yeah. And so I had a really horrible pain response to it. And after that, I just had, I had pain with sex and it was this really, you know, we were just married, thought everything would be great. Finally lived together. And I'm like crying and I'm like jumping off the bed. And then he's like, I don't want to touch you. And then, you know, it was horrible. And so, but even as a public PT, like I was like, okay, I know what to do but it's hard to get over that hump of like, okay, actually doing it, staying compliant, but then, you know, making sure that like you're communicating with your partner. And my, I'm very lucky. My husband is like the most easiest person to get along with. And just, you know, he doesn't really, he really is that chill y'all. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't, he was like, I'll do whatever you want to do. But I was freaking him out. Cause <laughs> to a guy, he's like, wait, 
it used to not be painful. Why is it painful now? I can eat it. It's like, oh my God. So yeah. So then working through that, you know, that, that was something that I'm like, you know, I really feel for my patients. I always did, but in a different way. And so, and seeing people, especially with my story, they have IUDs implanted and it doesn't go the way that it was or should have. So they thought, um, I really am like, I've been there. I know what that's like, you know? So, and you, cause I remember getting a text message from you on this day. You were like in a store. Yeah, I was, I was in Dillard's. Dillard's. (laughs) I passed out in the Dillard's uh, cosmetic section and the manager. How how far was this after you had that inserted? Um, Like 10 minutes. Okay. So you left the doctor's office, went shopping. Yeah. Passed out. Yeah. Cause I was like, I have a return to do. I was like, I got a million things to do after this appointment. And um, they didn't have a, a waiting period for any kind of a protocol for that. And so, and my husband was actually out of town on business. So was my mom. So my dad like came to get me and then he took me to the ER. It sounds ridiculous because I passed out and the poor Dillard manager was this guy. <laughs> He's like, I don't know what to do. And I'm just like, you know, but I can't really respond. And my dad is like, he calls me and he's like, come out here. I'm ready. And the Dillard's manager was like, I saw her. I think you need to come get her. She's on the floor. <laughs> and he was, and then he just starts sprinting. I've never seen my dad actually run before. So that was good too. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, and it was, it was horrible. I, you know, and I, I hate even telling this story because it makes me sound like such a wimp, but it was, it was bad. So I'm glad that I, I, that I lived through it and now I can help other people through it, but <laughs> It's not good. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing <laughs> yeah. that. What I about, really, yeah. I really do think there's going to be somebody out there who's like, oh my God, this is the exact same thing yeah. that I went through as yeah. well. Yeah, absolutely. I've already had patients that have, I mean, not passing out in Dillard's, but like, you know, pain responses that cause them not to be able to drive home. Um, you know, but the, I, I told my OB about it and she changed her protocol. Like they talked about it and now they were like making people stay 15 minutes after the insertion, telling them what to do beforehand. And I never got any of that information. And so I feel like my situation could have changed if they would have prepared me and hopefully it helps other people. So well, well it see. sounds like you're already doing that. You're kind of paved the way for yeah. the next generation that's of true. people getting of, IUD. Yes. Of IUD insertions. Like already changing yeah. public health. Yeah, that's true. In Lee Summit, Missouri. <laughs> nice work, Morgan. Proud of you for that. Thank you. What about you? Where did you grow up and all of the things going up until yes. you went to PT school? Um, I'm a small town girl, grew up in um, small town, about 6,000 people, largest town in the county, just north of St. Louis, about an hour. So I'll say, I'll tell people I'm from the St. Louis side of the state of the state of Missouri, but I know not a damn thing about St. Louis besides being a St. Louis Cardinals fan growing up. Um, I don't know any parts of the city. I know Kansas city way better than St. Louis, a small town girl, huge family. Um, you know, my mom and dad are one of five and six kids. So lots of cousins, lots of aunts and uncles, big family activities around the holidays, my wedding, we invited 600 plus people to it. You say that in COVID times and it's oh my crazy. Gosh. So we had over 500 people plus at our wedding. Like that's just a small town thing. Um, you grow up knowing everybody, everybody knows your business. Um, that's yeah, wild. Graduated with 350 plus people in my class due to all the small towns that kind of filtered into our high school. I played volleyball and basketball um, always on like two teams at a time. So it might be like JV and varsity, you know, in freshman, sophomore year, and then playing varsity and club, um, for volleyball and basketball all throughout high school. I was involved in every club, probably like you as well. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And that kind of took me down the physical therapy realm because playing sports year round, as we know, is you're going to end up with some kind of injury. So Mm -hmm. I was constantly having a sprained ankle or a broken wrist or a finger and ending up in PT. Um, and our school, we did a community service class, our junior and high junior and senior high school year. And so for my, I don't know, which I guess it was my senior year. I decided to do it for a physical therapy clinic and fell in love. And I would, all I was doing then was like wiping down tables, folding laundry, but I got to sit there and watch, you know, maybe getting them the balls and the weights, Mm -hmm. but watching them, um, get better and, it really inspired me. So I decided to go off to physical therapy school. I went to Mizzou for my undergrad, go Tigers in my Z and, um, joined a sorority there and got really involved, um, finished in three years, fell in love with my husband, met him, my, I don't even know what year anymore, junior year, senior year. Cause I got done in three years and followed him out here to Kansas city. So I did my physical therapy graduate degree, um, at Rockhurst university in Kansas city. Fun and it was fact, a great change. Actually, we were both thetas at Mizzou just at different times. Yes. Um, Morgan was a year older than my sister mm-hmm. in Kappa Alpha Theta. So I didn't know her at the time, but I would have been there ro- roaming the house or being an initiation yep. with Morgan and not even knowing it. Absolutely. We need to find pictures. Yes. I'm sure there's some, um, but yeah, did physical therapy in Kansas city, uh, came out, only wanting to do orthopedic at Mizzou. I was basically like, we didn't have, we were like personal trainers, water girls. And I had the Mizzou football team and did that for my freshman and sophomore year at Mizzou, which I just absolutely loved it. And then came to Kansas city and decided, yep, I'm only doing sports med. Well then lo and behold, I switched birth controls. And I really think this had to play into it. I got put on the Nuva ring and started having or experiencing pain with sex. I like Morgan was, um, sexually active prior to marriage with that damn Nuvering. And, uh, it was awful. It felt like somebody was stabbing me with knives. Anytime we would try to have sex, no matter what position. So then it just became like, okay, you contact the gynecologist. The gynecologist tells you to drink some wine. You do that. It didn't work. So you drink more wine, which this causes <laughs> you to like pass out and not have a good time. Yeah. yeah bad advice. Bad advice. <laughs> so um, that then turned into, I, at the time was training for a lot of half marathons. I think we were doing like six a year, my bestie and I, Oh my gosh, stupid too, but um, not stupid. Just wasn't good at the time with what I was going on um, with my body. So then I started peeing my pants. So now I'm 21, 22, peeing my pants, having pain with sex. And all I could think of was like, I haven't even had kids. Like, what the hell is going on with me? (laughs) And then went out to a conference for PT and um, which we call CSM. We got to go as students and I basically pulled the short straw and went to a a course that was being put on called um, Orgasms 101. And so I went, it was at 8 a.m. in the morning, myself and one other gal from my class. And we're now both just public floor PTs. She's um, in the army and I'm out here in Kansas city, but it was really neat because we went to that. And then we were both like, well, goodness, why don't we learn this in school? This is amazing. So we started going to classes outside, like during Christmas breaks or spring breaks and starting doing our training. Cause we didn't have this in PT school. This was, no. I mean, I graduated PT school in 2011 and we didn't have public floor at all. So we didn't even have, we had a class for 30 minutes to like brush over it. We didn't even really look at the public floor on our anatomy yeah, models no. during gross anatomy. No. Yeah. Barely just, you know, like, a peronies. Yeah. And like, just like one or two muscles. That was it. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So we had to go upon ourselves to get, go out and learn this information. 
And then I joined an orthopedic clinic outside um, of graduation where I helped build at the time was called their women's health clinic or women's health clinic um, portion of the PT side. And then moved on to a couple other clinics, decided I wanted to open my own thing because I needed at the time, it wasn't really to help this population. It was more, I was a mom of two pregnant with my third and I just needed flexible hours. Well, I wish somebody would have said like, yeah, you can book your own hours as a small business owner, but goodness, I don't have boundaries and started working way more. And I uh, probably still am. <laughs> so you, yeah, it kind of grew after I had Hudson. Then I was calling on help with from Morgan. So we had this in clinic. Um, we were actually renting what basically was like a closet inside another PT clinic at the time in 2017, mm-hmm. 2018. And then I was begging Morgan, like, can you please come help on a Saturday? Can you come help on an afternoon on a Friday? What days do you have off during the week? And then it turned into, okay, Morgan, we have a lot of clients. I think we, like, if we just find a bigger space, maybe you could come join the practice. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, she joined officially January, 2020, Mm -hmm. when we moved into the new space, we brought on Heather March, 2020, which remember that is when COVID kind of blew up everywhere. Um, hired our first admin January 2020, mm-hmm. second admin November 2020. We moved spaces the end of February 2021, brought on Marin, um, our fourth PT, March 2021. And then it's August 2021. And we've got our fifth PT, Erica, coming on, which is freaking amazing. Yeah. And we had Jill, yes. our other admin, come in in April. So yes. lots Woo! of change, lots of change, lots of growth. Yes, all in 2020 and 2021. So we've got our clinic. We've got the clinic business side of it. Um, we also have our online Empower Your Pelvis side of it. Um, and we've got a couple other things like our body after birth program. We have lots of online programs. We've really just seen like kind of asked our clientele, like, what do you guys want? What are you interested in? And then each week we will ask these questions and have started building programs to help them. So to help people like you. So if we have products out there and it's not meeting the need, well, how can we make it better? How can we reach more people with it? And that's, you know, the whole reason why this podcast really kind of came along is we want to continue to normalize public health. How can we help people? Because I, we don't, like hearing when patients come in, like, well, I just, I never knew that this existed or I've been living with this for six plus years. Like, Mm -hmm. all right, if you can't come into the clinic right now, well, how can we meet you online? How can we coach you to then hopefully get you into a public PT close to you or to get you into our clinic here in South Kansas city? Absolutely. And I mean, that's the cool part about all this virtual stuff is that we can make things more accessible. And it's, I mean, did you think sitting at your house coming up with empower your pelvis this is where you would be in. Oh no. You know what I mean? Right. How crazy it's just it is been. Crazy. And just like the growth and everything that we've seen. Change. It was a dream. I think we thought it would happen like in five, 10 years and it happened much faster than mm-hmm. that. Um, and there's still things on our radar. I think that we want as a clinic that we're hoping, you know, can happen in the next five years. Yeah. But gosh, there's lots of different opportunities that keep popping up too, yeah. which is really fun that especially with COVID happening when it was such a downer and it was such a time for pivoting that, you know, now it's opened up so many more opportunities outside the Kansas city area, like this podcast. Um, it's really quite amazing. Like it's quite a blessing. Yeah, I should say. definitely. And it's been fun to add more people to what we do here. And it's, it's like a little family here at our clinic. It's awesome. It is. We absolutely love it. All right, guys. Well, thank you all for listening in to our backstory and hope you all have a fabulous day. Thanks guys. 
Hey, Pelvic Posse, we want to thank you so much for joining us for today's episode of the Empower Your Pelvis podcast. Can we ask you a couple of favors, please? Number one, can you like and subscribe to this podcast so that you will continue to empower your pelvis forever so that you will never miss out? Number two, can you leave us a rating and a review? Tell them how amazing we are and everything that you have learned about your pelvic health. And then number three, if you haven't seen the video version to this podcast, you can go over to youtube.com forward slash C forward slash empower your pelvis for all of our visual learners out there. We have all types of great visuals in there for you to not only listen to, but to watch. Thanks so much again and make sure to give your pelvis some love. Until next time, peace peace out, out pelvic posse.